Welcome back, guys. It's your girl, Mandolin Bias here, and you're watching or you're listening to Bay with a motherfucking Z podcast. Today is a very special day. I have a very special lady here tonight. It is Alyssa Wynn. <laughs> We're both in shades. We're both in shades. It's funny because on set you've had, were those your shades? Yeah, they were my shades. I need shades like this. They're pretty They're really cool. Good. I like them. We just realized, um, well, oh, for those of you wondering, Alyssa is uh, a filmmaker. She's actually a film student as well in Boston University. And she is actually like getting into stand up comedy, which is like, she needs to. I've always told her, like, ever since I met her, uh, what was it, last year? Yeah, last year. It's 2022. Yeah, it was 2021. Ever since last year, hold on, let me take all these fucking shades. <laughs> but ever since last year, um, I I thought you were hysterical. Like, and I told her, no one ever makes me laugh hard to the point where I'm coughing. Like, I'll laugh to anything, laugh. Like, I'll be like, ah, yeah, you're yeah, you're funny, whatever. But her, it's like my stomach hurts, and it's not, that's a rare thing for me. So that's why I'm like, you need to fucking do this stand-up shit. But enough of me talking. Alyssa, how are you? I'm so good. I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> Non-audio listeners, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're in San Fran. It looks so beautiful. San what is Fran. that? about? Is that a mountain with like green and... Like, I don't know, but it's kind of stunned. No, that's the city, I think. I don't even know. I've never I been there. I don't know. I don't think anyone... Anyone needs our opinion of like reading a map? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not here still all. trying to figure out this. We're on Zoom. We're recording this thing on Zoom. We're not sponsored, so let's. <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch of shit on here where I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to take these glasses off. Ooh, is it the filter? Hmm. <laughs> oh my god, you look this? cute. Keep it, keep it. I'm obsessed. This kind of looks like those imposter shits. This is adorable. I guess, like, what's your goal within, like, going to school? Like, well, what's your what's on your list of things to achieve after you graduate Boston University? Boston University. Um, honestly, like I right now, you can do a lot of different paths at BU. Um, mm-hmm. if you like want to go into production or you want to go into screenwriting. So I kind of just took like a million classes and everything to see where my strong suits were. Um, and personally, like my favorite things to do is to direct, write and produce. Yeah. Um, I can't use a camera for the life of me, <laughs> um, but I'm trying, I'm trying and I'm trying really, really hard. Um, but yeah, at BU, I kind of just figured out what I can like bring to the table in film and TV. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people do what they want to do and not what they should be doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see what you mean by that. Yeah. So I think BU does a really good job at kind of like honing in our skills and figuring out where you should be. Um, and yeah. What was your exact question? <laughs> <laughs> I guess like what was I like, what's your goal coming out of there? Like, what are you coming going to? Like coming out after college, like, are you trying to work in production? Are you trying to? Because I feel like, all right, a lot of people that are listening to this, um, I just know from experience, like I grew up in a Hispanic household and I didn't think working in film like would be, I don't know. My parents were just always like, oh, get a job that pays good money, which film does pay good money. Um, But they just didn't know anyone that was in you know, and it's like yeah, a type of industry where like if you don't know anyone in there, you're not going to get in. Like or if you're not personable, if you're not a people person, you're not going to get in. So it's a very like people ask me, how did you do it? How did you start working on these big TV shows or these big movies or whatever? And it's like Facebook, to be honest, like oh, Facebook, literally Facebook or like I, 
I I think people already know this, but like this guy DM me on Instagram and I was a senior in college, like almost graduating. And I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to be, but I did. I, I knew I was going to do comedy, but that's not going to pay the bills, you know? So, but I majored in theater and comedy. So not necessarily like media production, but I studied film. Uh, I minored in film. So he was like, oh, well, I, this random dude DM me and he's like, oh, I see you like you you've done theater blah 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 like i work in production i work for nbc like how how would you feel if you like i don't want to do this one random commercial gig do you want to do it it's three it's like three days or four days upstate. and what was the job to pa i drove my job was to get a van drive the agency around mm. that was my job in a van so i drove five hours up state new york but i picked them up in manhattan i was living in new jersey at the time i picked them up in manhattan drove five hours upstate and that was my job just sitting with them and watching them film for this new york tourism commercial yeah well i mean the best advice i've gotten from a few professors is to be a pa if you want to be a director you yeah. need to be a pa and you need to get yourself as close to the camera as you can and just listen um, I think I'm not jaded yet, but I genuinely do love PAing. I think it's really fun. It is um, a lot of fun. I think I'm a better filmmaker and a better storyteller because of like disasters I've seen, because of successes I've seen. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I mean, my I'm the same as you, Amanda. Where I don't have anyone in my family who's in film and TV. Um, I always knew I was going to do it. Like I always said I was going to do it. And my parents are really supportive of it. My dad's like a really big film and TV person, mm -hmm. meaning like he's the viewer, not like a, he's not. He just likes it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> likes it. Um, so yeah, they were always super supportive of me going into it. And I got a job that would lead me to you, Amanda because I was taking a directing class with this really awesome professor and he had mentioned some student that he had had and I watched one of her short films and I was really, really impressed by it. So I messaged her and I was just like, do you have any advice of what I can do with my time at BU? How can I make the most out of it? Um, and we kind of chatted for a bit and that was that. And then a few months later, she reached out with a PA gig on um, a film with the professor that I was talking about. And he was directing it. And I met a first AC on a second AC. I think she was second ACing on that. Um, and then she got me the job on with you. Oh my God, is this Capri? It's Capri. Capri. I shout love Capri. Out, shout out to Capri. She kind of gave me like a leg in because then every job you make, you meet more people. Mm -hmm. So, and since then, I've been getting more jobs, but I've been in school. So I've had to say big no. Yeah, no, that's why. Oh, God. Sometimes I'm like, you don't really need to go to school for film, but. No, you don't. You really don't. I mean, I think like for my screenwriting, I love screenwriting yeah. and I would be like actually nowhere without my screenwriting classes. Like, oh, I, yeah, no, I, there's certain things what, that you, you need to be knowledgeable yeah. on, like that you wouldn't know to Google. You're not like, oh, let me, yeah. you know, I think I mean, I think it's really interesting. I think it's fun that you can, you know, pick if you want to go right into the career or not. And I definitely thought about it a lot because I was getting job offers that I was turning down to go to a class to learn how to get job offers. So <laughs> it felt like very stupid and I felt like I was wasting money. Um, but ultimately I am studying history as well. And I think like for my personal journey, that mm -hmm. school is something that was kind of necessary for me um, because I do love school and I wanted a college experience and I'm in no rush. Like I'm just kind of chilling and like seeing what happens. Yeah, no, exactly. You at least like, know how to get in now and you know, at least know people i mean you worked on a feature film with me last summer which was pretty cool and just that came out today and the yeah. credits came out and my name is misspelled <laughs> that is not my fault either i'm just letting you know now just letting everyone know <laughs> i know i know it's two ends. 
Yeah, no, it's a movie. Um, it's a lifetime movie, which are like kind of like hard to keep your eyes off of. It's like it's like a big train wreck, you know, yeah, like, like huge. It's massive. Where like a like, massive humongous. <laughs> where you're like, holy fuck, this is like, <laughs> whoa, you know, <laughs> we're not getting called back. We're not getting called back if we say I'm like I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. No, I I did love like it. I, I loved I loved the people. I loved the crew so much. They're like my family. Um, they worked on another movie too, and it's it sucks that I I wasn't I couldn't do it because I'm I'm coordinating full time for another production company. So I I wasn't full time with Dawn's Light movies. I was a freelancer, and they just hired me on. So. Yeah, there's that. But yeah, um, I think it's pretty. What happened? I said we had so much fun. Like that was so much. It was crazy. <laughs> I want to like, I want to spill. Like I want to be. No, I wanna... do it. Do no, it. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. But like I want, I like there's so many stories I want to tell, but I just like. Can't. I can bleep whatever like <laughs> names you've got or any like. I just remember the time one of my most memorable moments was when everyone was asking for I mean, it was second meal, but it was like three in the fucking morning or two in the morning. Right. And I sent you out to go get IHOP. (laughs) (laughs) I sent so many pictures of me looking like so forlorn in the IHOP parking lot. I was I was done that night. And the thing is about me is that I talk so much and I'm always like kind of loud that if I'm in a little bit of a mood, everyone notices and like everyone comments. And when I was driving the actors home that night, I was not talking. I was silent as a mouse. I was just so, I was so tired. I was so you were tired. Like I was just tired. I was over it. I was night. exhausted. And like Kaylin and I are normally like the last people to be on set making sure everything is good and cleaned out and it was like g and e hanging out by the trucks having their weed i'm like go <laughs> back to the hotel <laughs> stop it shout out germ i love the Jer- best key grip ever i love oh my god i love them all i love them all it was I- so fun it was so <laughs> wait remember when I we can- got duncan and that and lady- ran a bitch off the road <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anyone go from zero to a hundred so fucking fast. <laughs> so oh my god! We went, we went to Duncan. It was four in the morning. We got like four hundred coffees, <laughs> <laughs> and we were shooting at where were we shooting that night? We were shooting at a mansion, and we were having a really like crazy overnight. I think we wrapped at like. We wrapped at five in the morning. It was like the the no, moms the moms were out jogging with the baby. Yeah, the moms were jogging. The kids were on the school bus. Like it was it was early. I mean, no, late in the morning. Um, but we went to Dunks and we made really great friends with the guy who worked there. He was awesome. <laughs> I used to know his name, but I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, then, I can't think. I knew it was. I, I just can't even like. I know that was such a blur. I have so many pictures from that night. And then you were dancing and I was so <laughs> delirious. I was sick. And then you ran a bitch off the road. I don't remember. What was she doing? Was she like, she was, um, I guess like I was going slow. Cause we had like 4 million coffees in the back. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah. That was where you went wrong. So she was going slow as fuck because we had so many coffees. And then this girl, like went around us like trying to she was impatient she was impatient and her response was to go (laughs) four million miles per hour past this woman honking screaming bloody murder all the coffees going everywhere (laughs) you forgot the coffee so fast i think no i i think the coffee was okay it was okay they were okay (laughs) i i just i just stopped slowly i sped up and so, I was like, okay. So funny. Wow. I feel like so much of that is like you had to be there. Yeah, I should no. have written, I should have like written shit down. I mean, and you know, after every single job, <laughs> GE, camera, they come out and they go right into your DMs. They were like, oh my hey. God. 
their boobs. <laughs> Beautiful woman. <laughs> Yo, because they just these people will grab your number from the call sheet or like if they're not in your department or we weren't we weren't like a crew of 300 so we were like yeah, all pretty like knew each other yeah we all knew each other it was pretty intimate but yeah there's gonna be some creeperoonies that want to kick it to you and they don't know how in the right way because it's unfortunate because he he was he's not ugly but like oh amanda there's been a few <gasps> Alyssa, wait, they really called you boobs? No. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh my God. Women aren't safe. Women aren't safe. Women are set. not safe. Well, do you know what? Mm -hmm. Here's what I'll say. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that I have already had like happen now where well there's a friend i always pa well i paid with on this and i've like yeah. i work with him at bu his name is max we love max and we love bella love max um, oh we got to talk about the max story with the the trip <laughs> the trip the trip for yeah no we need to talk about that but um I've seen, I feel like people treat Max so differently compared to me. I've seen Max get jobs, but then I get a DM, which is, you want to come over to my hotel room tonight? And oh. then the they're like, do you want to come work with us? And we'll pay you a really great rate. And you're so awesome. Misogyny. Eye roll. Huge ass fucking oh. eye roll. I cannot. Funny you with something annoying. What? It's, um... This is like, I feel like the most annoying film major thing that I could possibly say, mm. but the idea of like being big in film sounds so horrid to me, like so gross. And I think the only thing I want is to be able to like have fun and like make movies with my friends. <laughs> so that's like what I envision. A I YouTuber? Like, <laughs> a YouTuber, bitch. <laughs> That's really what they do. Are those TikTok? I, know, I mean, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I get what you mean. I know. But like, I feel like the best way I could show up anyone is to just be like very happy with what I do. And yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Like, I don't daydream about being famous. I don't want to be famous at all. I don't want to necessarily be famous. I just want to be successful. Yeah. I want to be very successful. In my field, I want to be respected in my field. Uh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But yeah, I want to be on. respected <laughs> and not be burped on. <laughs> I just feel um, like, as a Puerto Rican filmmaker woman, that I don't know. I kind of like want to make a mark for my yeah. family and kind of just have them not worry financially anymore. Like I want that financial that financial freedom uh mm -hmm. and like when i have kids and they have kids like i want to put my mom in a fucking pool house like i want to like yeah. create create films that whether they're short films or they're uh, it's a television series or a documentary or whatever it may be a feature film i want it to be i want it to have like a great message and just yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah i think there's there's like a lot of content now and it's starting to get kind of repetitive. So I'm ready to see some fresh perspectives like you and me come in and shake it up a little bit. Let's um, do it. Yeah, Puerto no, Rican and Jew together. Puerto Rican and Jew. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of Jewish writers. You definitely have that gene. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot in like the entertainment, like yeah. industry in general. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but no, I know what you're saying. Are you primarily a writer? Um, I mean, I do comedy writing. I haven't, I wrote like comedy sketches and, um, I wrote maybe like, yeah, like sketches that could be films, but mm -hmm. I, one of my goals is to, uh, write like a screenplay or write like a short film, uh, like and a horror film. Like I really want to direct and write a horror film like that's on my bucket list because a lot of scary movies now are just not great like i would want to make a i've always yeah. loved scary movies i feel that i'd want to make a horror film that 20 years from now someone would want to remake like i want it to be like a classic 
Yeah. Do you have like, give me something that is like an inspiration for it. Are you looking at someone like Jordan Peele or are you looking at someone like, like an old timey, like Alfred Hitchcock moment? Um, not necessarily like directors. It's more of, I guess, um, I guess what, what makes me feel uncomfortable, uh, like for example, I guess like one of my, what am I trying to say here? One of the films that really got me skeeved out as a kid was Butterfly Effect. I don't know if you ever seen Butterfly Effect. Oh, what's that? It's really fucking weird. And it was made in the early 2000s, I think, or late 90s. Ashton Kutcher's in it. Pretty cringe. Oh. But it's like about this kid who has this power to turn back time and to move forward. And he just fucks up. And now all these bad things are happening. But uh, it sounds typical, but it's actually like a really it traumatized me at eight because there's a kid with a knife there's a kid killing a dog it's like some weird it's like anything related to children getting hurt children or animals like Mm -hmm. makes me feel oh god like so anything any movie that i can write about that has that involved but has to have a good story to it a nice twist i don't know like i know that movie is what like motivates me and um and changeling have you ever seen changeling that's not necessarily a horror movie but it's what angelina jolie came out in like 2010 2011 9 like around that time and that's a true story but that's more of a drama and thriller i think it's a thriller about her son going missing boy i'll watch it her son yeah are you a true crime person i actually work on a lot of true crime tv right now really so i do like some true crime i, I don't think i was jerking off like yeah right now <laughs> but like two of them <laughs> um, i've been on a true crime wave lately mm. i don't like i i can only listen for like a few weeks and then i get really really nervous and then i turn it off for a few years and then i come back to it but i'm back in the face what have you been Even, watching well i listen i listen to like crime junkies Oh, oh, for podcast? Uh, yeah. I can't mm. see it. I, because I don't like gore. So when you say you like horror, like, do you like gore or do you like jump scares? Because I'm a jump scare person. Like, I don't want to see someone's, like, guts out. That just doesn't uh, Not do necessarily, like, extreme gore, but maybe, like, a little, like, blood. Yeah, a little, t- like, a little touch of blood is fine. Yeah, like for example like in the film changeling when uh, i don't want to give it away okay spoiler spoiler alert wait i don't want a spoiler okay fine but all right so some little boy gets like chopped up with an axe and like you see it you don't see it but you see the shadow and you see like the blood shadow it's like something like that (laughs) you sound like that he's a kid i know that's why i'm like ooh children animals that's very uncomfortable i know it's very uncomfortable i mean i guess like i i think making your viewers uncomfortable can be an interesting emotion to evoke but i think it really depends because i'm not someone who just loves like shocking things because if it's just shocking it's just gross it's just whatever and the point is to make you squeamish that's not really my thing yeah um i like uncomfortable because you know it makes you think or it's like i don't know like a good example would be um i'm on a huge paul dano wave right now Uh i love paul dano (laughs) i love him and have you seen prisoners no Oh, you should watch Prisoners. I won't say anything about that. Then I won't spoil it. But that's a movie that I was like so uncomfortable with. I was scared. It's not horror, but it's like, it's definitely a thriller. Prisoners. Um, Let's see. And it just, it makes you so uncomfortable. Oh, it's a great movie. It's great acting. Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, wait. 2013. Prisoners. No, I ha- I don't think I've ever seen this. You need to watch it. Paul Dano. That's, 
E, like a just a great movie. Because I always say, like, I love movies that are accessible, meaning like my definition of that is that anyone can enjoy it. Um, like you don't need to be a film major and it's not Yeah. Super oh, it's confusing. thriller and crime. Thriller and crime. And it's not super confusing and like anyone can enjoy it. And if you want to read into it, you can. If you want to get all film on it, you can. But if you just want to watch it and walk away and be like, that was a great fucking movie, you can do that too. So I feel like Prisoners is one of those movies where it's accessible and like anyone can enjoy it. It's on Hulu, so I'm definitely going to want to watch it. Yeah, go watch. Get Liam and watch. He's arriving. Hold on. We also worked with Liam. Yeah, we, Liam. And I didn't know you guys were dating, so I would just see you yell at him, and I was like, wow, they're close. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, say hi, Lee. Oh, my God. I can only see an arm. Hi, Liam. <laughs> why you get out of here all right say hi back say hello he doesn't ne- he never wants to be on my podcast Liam had me peeing my pants on set all right you're fucking weird all right well anyway we're good <laughs> i i'm going no don't come back here don't come back here you are he's just an yeah you are you're so silly (laughs) she's been trying to be funny (laughs) oh baby oh Oh, it's our little family oh that's me sorry sorry that's Vinny. i'm so sorry mix up their names now I know how my mom feels when she mixes up my sister and I. But um, yeah, no, film is crazy. And uh, I mean, do you do you, so? Have you been writing anything? Yeah, I have. Um, I wrote and directed something like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I just made it with my friends, and we rented equipment from BU, so it's free, quote unquote free. Uh, yeah, free. I mean it's tuition, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we checked out some equipment and made that, and that was really fun. And I've been working for like over a year now on um a script that I'm gonna try and make a short film proof of concept version of at BU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to get like accepted into a class. So we'll see if it gets accepted. And if it doesn't, I'll make it anyways. Um, yeah, as you should, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Are you working on anything? Um. Yeah, I'm working on um, one, two. I'm working on like three, four shows right now at the same time. So it's been oh, a nice. lot. So it's like History Channel, Netflix, so uh, it's a, it's for a lot of different networks. Well, no, I think it's history and Netflix is the two right now. An ID, an ID. Yeah. But um, I'm working on Rebels that built America. So it's kind of like, have you ever watched Food That Built America on History Channel? I have not. Well, they like discuss. Oh, here's Dunkin' Donuts back in 1915. Oh, it started out like, and they'll do like recreate, re- recreate like. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so it's like that, but instead it's with, uh, it's Rebels. So it's um, like we did an episode on George Carlin and Richard Pryor. Um, I don't know if I'm able to say too much, but like we interviewed like very well-known comedians. So I That's got to go in their really homes, cool. which is pretty fucking cool. That's so cool. Yeah, and like me doing stand-up myself, I was like, I'm not going to tell this famous ass comedian that I do stand up like I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut like I coordinated the the interview like I'm not gonna be like by the way by the way sometimes I'm really funny like no (laughs) if you want to see one of my bits what do I need to hear (laughs) I can't I I got a YouTube channel (laughs) you want to see my five minute set like no bitch no (laughs) i feel like they'd say yes well i just felt like no you don't want to ask honestly i wouldn't want to be bothered i don't think i'd want to be bothered if i was doing an interview like that and i was like 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. Like my mom, you know, our parents would be like, "Oh my god, you were at the guy's house? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you do it? Oh my god, when are you ever gonna be in that motherfucker's house again?" I'm like, I just wasn't feeling comfortable to be like. I don't know. I just didn't really find the opportunity. Like, I, I felt like if there was like a break in silence, like, I don't know. If it uh, comes up organically, I think it's fine. Yeah, but exactly. I don't, know. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Like, I no one asking, asked you. Yeah, I think asking for <laughs> advice is fine. Like, but, or just like, what, like, what do you have to say to, you know, like an aspiring comic? Like, what did you want to hear 20 years ago? Da, 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 da. Um, but, I don't know. They hear it so much. I I bet they just don't care. No, but my mom is the same way. My mom, I got rejected from an internship last week and my mom was like perplexed. Perplexed. Oh, because she any mother He's, and their baby, they're <laughs> like, my baby's perfect. Like, why didn't she has crazy mom goggles? She thinks everything my brother and I do is perfect. <laughs> perfect. I do a lot of bits about her because she's so funny without trying. I love that. I need to meet your mother one day. No, you do. I would love Her brain that. just works in a way that like other people's don't sometimes. <laughs> I love that. I love my that. My favorite, I always, I've said this in like two different bits, that um, my mom a week after 9-11 saw, a, we're from Massachusetts, and she saw a plane fly over our, our house and she called 911. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> she was like, hey, 911, there's a plane over our house. And they were like, okay, like, what's going on is it like on fire like is it like, <laughs> wait was that one of the planes no it was oh. a week after 9-11 she's just crazy <laughs> like i'm just i'm just concerned there's a plane and it looks kind of low and they were like ma'am hang up <laughs> go away but you need to yeah you're you're funny Alyssa. so keep writing okay but i'm funny in a neat like i'm telling you like i'm funny to my friends i'm funny in the moment but it's not like a if you were writing and you are funny, like naturally in person, you can write something funny and perform it at a comedy club. You know, right now I have nothing to say. Like I have nothing to go on stage and say like nothing. Well, what was your wasn't it your first time on stage like a, a month, a couple months ago? Yeah, and I had things to say and then I ran out and now I don't. <laughs> you the thing is, you have to keep saying what you were saying before. Like, I know. Practice, practice, practice. See if those hit. Change it up here and there. Like, I'm, just, I, I'm in a boring era of my life where nothing like exciting is happening and nothing funny is happening. So mm. I need, I don't know. I think I need to like put myself in some like weird situations. Maybe, some- I mean, you're going out tonight. Maybe something stupid will happen. I know. Do you know where I'm going tonight? No. I'm going. Um, did you ever see the social network? Yes. I'm going to like one of those final clubs at Harvard. <gasps> How fucking fun. This bitch lives in like around Boston. Uh, yeah, I live way, in Boston. So, clearly. Um, so yeah, maybe there's a shenanigan I can do tonight. I remember going to spring break in Miami and there was a bunch of Harvard kids at a club and they were just like dancing. Doing the robot. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I saw their Harvard tea and I'm like, ready to get in there and that was just really ready. awkward it was just really yeah awkward. no i i have i haven't encountered that many harvard people um i think they have a stereotype that they're super awkward i don't know the ones i've met are just like they're fine you know yeah nothing to write home about they were okay i'd love to hear like i don't know i'd love to hear what they're working on in school <laughs> i mean i did I used to talk to a guy who graduated from Harvard who studied film and right out of Harvard at Harvard. uh, (laughs) Right. What the fuck? (laughs) And he automatically like got a job at HBO after like graduation. Interesting. Right. (laughs) He's also white. Huh? Does his dad work at HBO? I I, I think both of his parents are like retired. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm sensing that there's a cousin. There's a there's mm. always a cousin. Nepotism. I know. I like maybe. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you have it, take it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I fucking but wish I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I think that if you 
try really hard you can <laughs> overcome those nepotism kids <laughs> that's yeah i guess we have something to look forward to you know not being rich <laughs> <laughs> we gotta work hard for it i guess we have to talk about oh yes okay yeah. all right okay do you want to start or do you want me to get it um okay i feel like i can start but then you can give more of a, like a production background to this because all right you Got know it. yeah 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 so we started the first day on this feature and there was um a production designer and I found her to be a little bit rude to the PAs. <laughs> I'm trying rude. so, I'm just trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. Um, she was a little rude to the PAs, which was a little bit jarring just because on the set, everyone was so welcoming and so nice and was having such a good time. She was and just a black, dark aura and around this was her. Like, oh, bitch, a dark aura. <laughs> there was something dark, something overcame her. Something had was like clasped around her. Um, but she said, I don't remember exactly what. Oh, there was like an there was an issue with ordering something. And Liam got the brunt of it. And Liam was like, <gasps> Oh, it was an image. She needed like yeah. a, a, an image, like kind of uh, like blown up. She needed like blown up. Yeah. Yeah. And it just wasn't working. And it should have been done weeks before getting to set, but that's another story. Yeah. And <laughs> I came into the kitchen. <laughs> Liam is head and hands distraught. <laughs> he was so upset. And, um, <laughs> I gave, remember, I gave him a crazy pep talk. And I was like, who gives a fuck what she says? You're awesome. How could you do this? Everyone hates her and you're awesome. <laughs> this is day um, one. This is this day is one. Day one. Um, she made it very and- uncomfortable. And mind you, Liam's my boyfriend. So I was just like, bitch, I just hired, well, <laughs> hired her because we really needed a designer. And she was so last minute and she drove all the way from LA. Like, she came from LA? Yeah, she drove. Oh, crazy. That's when you know she's fucking psychotic. Who drives cross country for a feature film in Boston? Like, that's a movie's over there. Unless your rate is like crazy or there's some really awesome thing going on, but that's not, that wasn't red flag. Red flag that you drive, you don't have work (laughs) over there in the West Coast. Yeah, you, I know it might have been a red flag. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like things got weird really, really quickly. Um, she really had a crush on one of the other PAs. Oh, who? No, ew, ew. She's not going to listen to this anyway. But this designer, uh, from what I remember, what? No, she didn't. Not, this wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back. But it should have <laughs> been. It fucking should have been. So we're looking for Alyssa's doing her thing on set. She's doing something. Liam's doing something. Danielle's. Everyone's busy. And we're like, damn, we need a PA to like do something. I I forgot what we needed, but we're like, where's Max? And and then I think you. Someone told me, oh, sent Max out. And we were like, where? What? What do you mean? Basically, I mean, he was texting in the group chat from CVS and he was sending photos of like tampon boxes. And he was like, I don't know what to get. Like in tears. Like he's like, which was, one? Which one do you guys so use? Distraught. He was like, what do I pick? Like, what do I do? And she sent him to get tampons and that's it. And I just never heard of PD. And if <laughs> she had needed a tampon, girl, I would have given you a tampon. Right. Ask There's for, so much. Ask for a tampon. There There's was so was many like, women on set. Yeah, there was a lot of women on set. And the, I just found it very funny that she picked like the only male PA and was like, my flow is heavy <laughs> and my cooter needs something big. And he was like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, this woman sent our PA out to go get a box of tampons for her. And I'm like, that is not work related at all. No. No. And that's inappropriate. It's just a mu- misuse of company funds. <laughs> it's giving Waste Elizabeth of gas. Holmes. It's giving Elizabeth Holmes on a lifetime feature film. <gasps> oh Are you Did watching you see- The Dropout? What's up? You know who Elizabeth Holmes is? So, I'm I'm bad with I need a picture. Aranos. 
she was like a Forbes billionaire and she said that she had made <gasps> this like, brand new machine. Yes. Oh my God. Amanda Seyfried is playing yes. her. Yes. Oh my God. You yes, have yes. to watch it. I've been, wa- so- I, I did. You're right. You're right. I did watch. Um, I'm up until where the machine, she knows the machine isn't working, but they still like, oh, does it? That's fucked. That's great writing. Need to shout out whoever wrote that. That writing a biopic seems so daunting and hard. But yeah, they right. Wrote that beautifully. And like, if you're only on the first few episodes, I won't say anything. But the way that they start shifting the focus from to like to, from other characters to distance us from Elizabeth, like it just gets so good. It's so good. And I Amanda rocks. She sounds like such a film geek like me <laughs> you're like this character no one working in this industry and watching tv or watching anything on a television or on your phone or you just see it differently when you work in this industry yeah no absolutely i watch it with so much more appreciation and i try to like point things out to my friends like that camera setup probably took like three hours and, da, 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 and they're like, right. shut the fuck up. No symbolism. Can. That camera was on the fucking wallet for too long. Like what? Literally. <laughs> or like my head's tilting. So I'm like trying to figure out like what time they're actually shooting at. And I'm like, I wonder if they've had second meal yet. And like, <laughs> But I will say like with the dropout and with Amanda's, I, how do you say your last name? Cypher. Seyfried, Seyfried. Um, yeah, Seyfried, Seyfried. I originally was like, she's just so beautiful that I was wondering if she was like going to distract me from the role, but she did it so well. Oh, That's no. Crazy misogynistic. But you know what I mean? You know. <laughs> I mean, her and Jennifer's body, like the way they made her oh. into, like their nerdy friend, the nerdy, I- like, unattractive friend compared to Megan Fox, like. That was them trying to make when Amanda Seyfried is the ugly one. Yeah, girl, right. Girl. But Jennifer's <laughs> Body is one of my favorite movies. Karen Kusama, who directed it, Diablo Cody wrote it. Do you know the awesome. whole myth behind that of like the whole marketing mishap? No, I just know like she wanted it to be like about girls eating boys and just all women, you know, like it, it's like a female empowerment movie. It's like, yeah. Four- teenagers it's for young women yeah and yeah. they marketed it to teenage boys even though the movie is not for teenage boys because they were saying like well, were they like fall, sexualizing it yeah and then the movie flopped and didn't get its like critical acclaim until a few years later because everyone thought it was bad because the people who watched it were fucking teenage boys Ugh. and not us and it needed to be us god damn it we think Megan Fox is hot. It so would have like been fine with no, us watching. Right? It. And it's so brilliant. It's so funny. The fact that that was a flop is just like a devastation. But now it's on yeah. Criterion, which is awesome. Oh no, it's good now. Like a couple years. Yeah. Now it's like blowing up. I remember it was like big on TikTok. It's probably still is big on TikTok. Like, yeah. Because of- it needed to be reclaimed. Yeah. It's boys just like ruin re- everything. Teenage boys ruin everything. Unfortunately, not just teenage boys, just every age. Every, every age, man. <laughs> Except yeah. for Liam. Liam is exempt. Except Liam Nemus is <laughs> he has the key to my heart. I love figuring out who's fucking on set. Everyone, every production you go on, everyone. someone's fucking someone. It's like Jewish sleepaway camp. Everyone's <laughs> having sex. Everyone's having sex everywhere. That's funny. <laughs> But it's so fascinating. It really is. Because, like, it's you just like catch a glance between two people on set and you're like, oh my God, you guys. It's always the grips. It's always the grips. It's always the the wire (laughs) grips. So horny. I know. No, they're such, they're fuckboys of the film industry. It's so true. (laughs) Or an AC. I feel like maybe. I feel like camera department's always mysterious. Because they're so busy. I mean, like, everyone- the, I mean, they are the ones having to be at the camera. Like they have exactly. to make it look crispy, crisp, clear, blurry, whatever the fuck is the aesthetic of the film. They are on it. So it's really hard for them to kind of like socialize with the rest of us that are like bullshitting, you know, like, mm. <laughs> having fun. We got yelled at for reading. <laughs> that was that was tea. Oh, like, I got yelled at. I'm like Max. 
They're going to throw your fucking book out of this building if you don't stop. I'm there because I genuinely like love doing it. Like I love being there. And there's a lot of different reasons for people to go into film and TV, because if you do do well, then like maybe you'll get famous and maybe you'll get money and whatever. But I think it's just so evident on a set who's there for the right reasons. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know. It's so much better to like work with that spirit. And I, th- I know you get J. Everyone says you're going to get jaded. If I get jaded, girl, I'm quitting and I'm opening a bookstore. <laughs> Wait, what I don't do you mean wanna... jaded? Jaded as in like so many people say to me on set um, where they're like, oh, you like, you're so excited. Like, just wait till everyone beats you down. And I'm like, okay. Like, oh, shut the fuck uh, up, wh- Grandpa. I'm sorry. I know, like, what like... do you want me to say to that? It's so weird. Like, get ready for like the worst career of your life. I really believe if you hate what you do so much. Like why you're doing it. I love what I do. Are you kidding me? I love what I do. You might need to find a different career. And I know that it's easier said than done to just jump and get a new career. But I don't know. Don't, if you're so miserable, don't make it everyone else's. Oh, that reminds me of my old roommate. He'd be like, it's career. You don't understand. You don't understand. I'm like, bro, you're 30 and still PAing. Like. That's why you hate it. You need to give up. (laughs) Yeah. Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. Have to be optimistic. Like I'm always. uh, Oh, my God. I'm always optimistic on set and I'm always um, bringing like the my A game. I'm always I don't know. It's just like. You gotta well, start. We like each other. Yeah, like start out with positivity. Don't start out like, oh god, it's yeah. five in the morning. And yeah, it's five in the morning, and we're making a fucking movie. Let's do yeah. it. Like, or let's. Yeah. We're creating something. Like, we're. This is not a normal job. Like, this is very different from uh, the nine to five life that most people have. You know, and I always come in with a great attitude, even as a PA, and that's why I, I kind of like moved up pretty fast to be honest Mm. like and I feel like that's why this is a whole different story but like I've had this past roommate who like I don't even want to say envies me but he like is so mean to me like in the beginning he saw my growth in the industry he's just like oh peeing is so much fun blah blah and all of a sudden I started assistant producing and I was production coordinator like two like two three years down the line and he's just like holy like and then he'll see me do stand up and he's like, you got to pick one. You have you you can't balance that out. Like, there's no time. It's unrealistic. Like, he was just so negative. And it's like, bitch, did you give birth to me? No. Did, are no. you paying my fucking bills? No. Then I I'm going to live my life the way I want to fucking live it. So you continue being a key PA at 30 and if the shoe fits if the shoe fucking fits right you You can't get those negative toxic people out of your life agreed and just like god like this is so i i mean i guess it's like this in any industry but it's normal to be jealous i feel like to like see someone and feel jealous of them but i feel like i've done a pretty good job at training my mindset in this to be like if i feel myself feeling jealous to kind of switch it and be like what can i learn from them like what can i ask them because i jealousy is the worst fucking feeling and like the only person you're hurting is yourself so like exactly it's like self-sabotage yeah it is self-sabotage and like the sooner you can like manage those feelings when you're not you know like a toddler anymore you're not like in middle school anymore um (laughs) just like managing how you feel like you can we're all adult like we're starting to be adults like yeah feel that emotion and then change like regulate it talk to yourself do i need to feel jealous do i need to like go out of my way to shit on someone no No, absolutely not and it's crazy because i i everyone around me whether it's in comedy or in film or any other thing like i'm constantly or if i have a friend move on up in the industry i'm like oh my or in so exciting stand up i i see my friends like oh getting a special and i'm like holy it shit like, amazing like what the fuck like that's awesome and it's like one of your friends if it's not gonna be you it's gonna be someone you know is gonna move on up and then like you can learn from them or you can exactly. or they'll bring you up too like who it's all about like working together and just being optimistic and collaborating yeah. and just like 
being a fucking good person. No, literally, no, it comes down to that. I think there's so much fucking like hubris in this. Using an AP lit word, this is hubris. (laughs) I haven't heard that in a while. You're gonna like bring your own self down by how cocky and rude and whatever. Like I'm, I'm hope, because that's such a stereotype in film and TV to be like, some hot shot you're a dick like oh, everyone I've met so many of those and I want like I, the culture should just change it's just absolutely ridiculous like I'm not gonna hire anyone with a bad attitude if there's yeah. someone who's like a little bit worse but has a way better attitude I'm I would hire them I'm telling oh, absolutely you. hire the person that uh, be the person that you'd want to hire like yeah. literally be if they are just hardworking, wanting to learn like I'd rather pick that over a schmuck who's uh, uh, wearing a fucking scarf and like acting like it's not shit. a scarf. If I see you wearing a fucking <laughs> scarf on set, you're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. I don't know one archetype of person who can pull off a scarf. <laughs> some directors are scarves. What? I said some directors are scarves. Okay, take them off. You look like a fool. Are you cold? I don't care. Let your neck be cold. You can see me with a fashion statement on my neck. You won't catch me in a scarf indoors. <laughs> watch me eat my words one day, but I don't right. know. Like, watch me. Wa- one day you're going to be like directing something and you're wearing a scarf. I don't be like, Alyssa. You're going to be like, that cunt. <laughs> that <laughs> lying bitch. <laughs> I think it's honestly, it's something about a man in a scarf. That's very like. <laughs> It's very pretentious. And it's like, I know at the first chance you'd get, you would call me a name mm-hmm. about yeah. my appearance. Oh, yeah. I just know it. If you're wearing a scarf, you would turn around and you would be saying she's fat. <laughs> oh my God. And <laughs> I think it's good to end it here. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa. I love you. Love you. I love you so much. Thank you for coming on Babe with the Z podcast in the middle yeah. of the Caribbean. And in the middle of San Francisco. I love you, Thank girl. Thank you for being a great mentor. Oh, You're a great person it. to know in the industry. You make being on set so much more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Just ignore those grouchy negative people that's all negative bitches thank you guys for watching and listening to babe with the z podcast uh with Alyssa wen yay love you girl <laughs> bye